In Atlanta, one voice has stood out for over four decades. An AJC original, The Monica Pearson Show. Let's talk about how you got to ESPN. Revealing interviews. You are known as America's doctor, but I want to know who you were before that. When you have a different name, you have different color skin, it can be tough. With Atlanta's most famous faces as you've never seen them before. I'm telling my story. This is the American dream. The Monica Pearson Show, streaming now on AJC.com. This is D. Orlando Ledbetter of the Atlanta Journal-Constitution here with the 217th episode of the Bowtie Chronicles podcast. Everything you need to know about the Atlanta Falcons. The Falcons are 0-4, getting ready to face the 2-2 Carolina Panthers, who are under the guidance of first-year NFL head coach Matt Rule. We're going to title this episode... Rule has the Panthers roaring. They dropped their first two games and then won the last two. Lost to the Raiders 34-30. Lost at Tampa Bay 31-17. Then they won at the LA Chargers 21-16. And they beat Arizona 31-21 last week in Charlotte. Jumped out to a 27-8 lead and then held on. They've won their two games without their big-time running back, Christian McCaffrey. He's out, and uh, a local kid's picking up the slack for him. That would be Mike Davis, James Davis's brother. Of course, Mike played at South Carolina and Stevenson, and James played at Douglas High, Clemson, Cleveland Browns. But, yeah, Mike Davis, he's uh, fifth year in the league, bounced around a little bit since 2015. But with McCaffrey out, he's uh, running the ball for him. 30 carries for 131 yards, 4.4 carry, one touchdown. He was splitting it with Reggie Bonifant, but he went on the uh, practice squad IR today. They do have Trenton Cannon on the roster, but they're getting a little thin at running back up there in Carolina. Now, of course, uh, you know, the big news is Teddy Bridgewater came over from New Orleans to be the quarterback after they parted ways with Cam Newton. Uh, And Teddy is uh, directing things after, you know, the promising start to his career in Minnesota where he was a pro bowler and then he had the big injury. And then, uh, you know, went to New Orleans and, and helped revive his career down there. But, yeah, this Panther roster has a lot of uh, kind of cast-off guys that are uh, banding together to, to make a team. One of them is Robbie Anderson. He's a wide out from Temple. Uh, Coach Rule has deep roots to Temple, and so he's got one of his old uh, Temple Isles there. He did really good at Temple. Uh, before going down to Baylor. And Robbie Anderson's a six foot three, one hundred ninety pound receiver. He's got twenty eight catches for three hundred and seventy seven yards and one touchdown. Uh Robbie's best season before this was two thousand and seventeen with the Jets, where he had sixty three catches for nine hundred and forty one yards and seven touchdowns. Of course the other big weapon for uh, the Panthers is DJ Moore. You know, we compare him and Ridley together. They were the two receivers in that draft that went in the same neighborhood. Uh, 
DJ Moore from Maryland. He's uh he's got 18 catches for 288 yards and no touchdowns. And uh, Ridley has 21 catches for 349 and five. But of course, he's coming off the game where he was uh, he uh, did not get a catch in the game against the Green Bay Packers. Five targets and no catches. Matt Ryan said that he was um, he was targeted, or, or they you know they kept a safety over the top of him, and that uh, kind of basically took him away and took him out of the plans. Uh, in that game. So we'll see how he bounces back here against Carolina. He's going to want to have a big game with DJ on the other side over there, DJ Moore. So got a couple other notes here on the Panthers. Panthers defense, of course, uh, they got a couple rookies. They're hoping they're going to be uh, stalwarts for a long time for them. Uh, of course, um, Derek Brown from Lanier High School here in Auburn. Their top pick, and then uh, Yitar Gross Matos out of Penn State. He was one of the kids that uh, a lot of people scouted, and uh, he, he helped them get a couple turnovers here early in the season. They also got Jeremy Chin, who was the safety linebacker that a lot of people scouted out of Southern Illinois. So he's getting got some young guys over there, and then uh, brought back some of the old trusted veterans like safety Trey Boston who's over there with the Panthers. And uh, on the offensive line, they signed, uh, got Russell Okun in the offseason, but he got hurt, and they're playing with Greg Little and Trent Scott uh, along the line. So uh, those are some of the, the keys here for key players for the Panthers, who are 2-2. Two and two. we playing here against the Falcons on Sunday, the 0-4 Falcons on Sunday at 1 p.m. at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. We're going to uh, give you a few comments here from Coach Dan Quinn, and then we got some uh, Matt Rule. We got Coach Quinn talking about the Carolina Panthers, and then we'll go to Coach Rule talking about Teddy Bridgewater here. Here's Coach Quinn. And, uh, Bridgewater at quarterback, you know, this guy's as tough as they come. They added Anderson uh, outside, who I think already a good group, you know, with Moore and Samuel there. Mike Davis has certainly had a good game, you know, yesterday just in watching, but uh, he's got size, he's got vision to, you know, to bounce it outside. Uh, those three jump out to me uh, as we're just starting our preparation. Defensively, some new faces as well. Inside with Brown, uh, outside with Meadows as a rusher. Um, safety with Chin, so, you know, different guys in different spots, but uh, uh, nothing like division games, man. It's so much fun. Guys know one another. Although the staff, we don't know one another yet. Um, it'll be good to, to get this rivalry going with a new group. All right, that was Dan Quinn, a new group. He's talking about Matt Roll and his staff. And uh, Quinn is, uh, you know, the Falcons have won the last five matchups. The last five matchups with the Panthers and eight of the last nine. So Coach um, Rule is going to want it come in and establish that, hey, we can, we can beat the Falcons. He wants to, um, you know, Coach Quinn had to do that when he came in because Rivera was doing pretty good. Uh, back then when he came in to take over. So that's going to be an issue. Let's go here to um, Coach Rule. Coach Rule talking about his quarterback, Teddy Bridgewater. You know, um, I think Teddy was, you know, no, it doesn't really show up, but, but Teddy at 
the end of the, you know, he had a zone read at the end of the game last week that kind of kept the drive, gave us a chance to extend the drive. Um, as we were talking about red zone this week, you know, T- Teddy was sort of like, hey, you know, I, I can run it, you know, I'll be smart, you know, I'm not going to take a huge hit, but, but you know, I can, I can run it. And, um, you know, the fourth and two, that, that great, you know, just sort of drop back pass where they matched all the routes and he took off. I think the biggest thing about those is, is just you see the way the players respond to each other, like, um, and, and you only really see it when you see the TV copy, um, and I don't really have a chance to see the TV copy, um, but, uh, you know, uh, I came in this morning, one of, the, one of the coaches had watched it and showed me a couple clips, and like, you know, you, know, you, see, you see, you know, uh, a receiver make a catch, you see the other receivers go up and just so excited for the guy, and then you see Teddy score that touchdown, and you see the guys go running up and celebrating together, I mean, that's... That's really all we want as a team, you know, um, and teams, you know, they, they are excited for each other and they have energy for each other. So, you know, I, I, I think Teddy's got a lot of confidence in himself. He, he has a lot of confidence in the guys around him. Um, I do think going back to Greg, I think Greg and Trent playing well last week in San Diego let, let Teddy know that he was going to have time. And I thought he played with real confidence. Um, but I think guys are you know, getting to know each other and they're trusting each other uh, more and more every week. All right, Coach Matt Rule there. Uh, let's go over Teddy's numbers here. Teddy's uh, 103 for 141, 1,147 yards, four touchdowns, three interceptions. Uh, that's uh, He's hitting on 73% of his passes. And then uh, his quarterback rating, 97.4 is his quarterback rating. So we got um, – we finally got enough here where, um, get the computer back up here, 2020, um, you know, four-game sample size, four-game sample size, we got some numbers that actually mean something, the teams are starting to take shape, uh, and uh, we can at least compare where the Falcons and the, uh, and the Panthers are at so far here. And uh, we're going to go through that right now. We get the statistical analysis of the Falcons and the Panthers together here. So um, we're looking for anything in the top 16. If you're not in the top 16, it's uh, bad sailing. So the Falcons offense um, says that, hey, they're a top offense. They uh Net passing, their fifth, 294.3. Rushing, 101.8. Uh, that's not in the top 16. That's tied for 23rd. Uh, offense overall is tied for eighth, 396 yards. And then points, 26.5. They're 14th. So, um, you know, the, so then you want to go look at the Panthers' defense and what they are doing. And uh, we're going to slide over here. Panthers' defense, they're giving up 25 points a game, 19th. 352 yards a game, 10th. Uh, rushing yards, 125.3, 21. Uh, opposing passing yards, giving up uh, 227. That's 7. 7. So, uh, then the whole balancer is turnover differential. Both teams are at plus two, tied for eight. So this looks like with the the, the statistical 
cross analysis here that the Falcons should be able to run the ball here. 108 against the uh, 21st, run, well, you got the 23rd run offense against the 21st run defense. So that's really a, a kind of a wash. You got the 8th pass offense against the 7th pass defense. So this game will be a little closer than we, we think here for the offense. Okay, now for the other side, the Panthers with Teddy Bridgewater, they're 18th, 12th, 15th, and 8th. So 18th in game points, 12th in uh, total offense, 15th in rushing yards, 116.3, net passing yards, 8-274. So now we look at the Falcons defense, that's going to be a – it's going to be matchup Carolina based on the numbers just because the Falcons are 31st, 31st, 10th, and 31st. So that means that Carolina's offense is going to be um, in a big advantage for when they're on the field, whereas the Falcons' offense is going to be in a dogfight. So 34.5 points per game, 31st in the league, the uh, giving up total offense, 450. 48.3 yards a game. Then um, rushing yards, 106.8 yards a game. And then uh, total passing yards a game, 341.5. So they're doing nothing great, everything pretty bad. Uh, stopping the run is 10th, but that's only because people don't bother running because they can, uh, you know, you can see, you saw the Packers came out and zipped right down the field uh, through the air. Uh, the Falcons did put up a little fight on the goal line and got a stand in there. So Carolina's going not, they're not trying to, um, they're trying to run some of this college stuff, some read option. Uh, Mike Davis, get him going. They, they ran Teddy near the goal line last week on some uh, read option stuff. So not a big pass team, but heck, they're going to have to try to, they're going to probably try their chances with the Falcons. Uh, because they're yielding so many yards. But granted, the Falcons have played Russell Wilson, Dak Prescott, uh, Ted, uh, Mitch Trubisky slash Nick Foles, and then Aaron Rodgers. So, you know, that that's going to be a pretty bad look for your pass defense there. Whereas the um, Panthers have played the Raiders, Tom Brady, or Derek Carr, Tom Brady, uh, they got the Herbert kid in his rookie debut after Tyrod Taylor got hurt and they punctured his lung. And then they beat Kyler Murray. So the best, arguably, the well, second best quarterback they face, uh, they beat. So, yeah, it's a team playing hard, making a lot of mistakes. Uh, from what I gather, um, listen to uh, the audio from Matt Rowe was courtesy of the Carolina Panthers uh, video department. He, uh, they televised his press conference on Monday. He spoke 23 minutes. Uh, our conference was 12 minutes, but you know, they had to fly back today and, uh, get back in here early, but we haven't been going 23 minutes, uh, much of the year 
we got to start getting more of our questions in here to get get all the information out to the fans. But, hey, that's it. That's our uh, preview of the Carolina Panthers. There's going to be some familiar faces, uh, you know, some new some new ones, too, with, uh, you know, Matt Rule up there, uh, Derek Brown on defense, you know, Yatar Grotos-Meadows, a gross Matos. Jeremy Chin, Trey Boston, Greg Little, a couple of old heads. Uh, been bouncing around the league trying to stick. Hopefully it works out for him. Uh, Falcons got to get their pass rush going. I'm sorry. We gave him four games. Uh, Fowler's been hurt. Just standing people up, dropping them down, and doing all this disguising stuff. Receivers running around wide open. They got to fix that. They're not gonna, they can't wait to the bye week this year to get it done. They got to fix it right now. And if they don't, it's going to be a long season in ATL and for a look for the bit for everybody. So, you know, I'm not in the I'm talking about who's going to get fired and who's not. But, uh, you know, there's some realities in this uh, in this uh, football based uh, business. But that's not my call. I'm just here to report for you and let you know what's going on. We're trying to do that. But this here, we're going to wrap it up here. Hundred and. 217th episode of the Bowtie Chronicles podcast. This is D. Orlando Letbetter. Take care and have a great rest of the week. Music by DJ Magic. Hip-hop is a product of black people. It's a product of black song and celebration. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution presents... Hip-hop's most pulled elements are pulled from the South. A Southern hip-hop store. We always go back to that moment of the Source Awards. Everybody wants your rhythm, but they don't want your blues. The biggest names in hip-hop. Atlanta is still the mecca for hip-hop. 50 years. No one can deny... One film. The power of the South now. The South got something to say. Streaming now at AJC.com slash hip-hop. The AJC's trusted veteran political voices, Greg Bluestein, Patricia Murphy, Tia Mitchell, and Bill Nygut are the essential source for Georgia politics. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution's Politically Georgia. Sign up for the newsletter, download the podcast, subscribe to the AJC.